All right, welcome to the uh, Ocean Water Podcast, the voice for uh, indigenous water rights. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I have my really good friend, uh, Steve Martinez, on with me today. Steve, good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Um, so I met Steve, um, I want to say about two years ago. Right. Yeah, about two years Yeah. Ago. And uh, Steve has, is just a... Uh, just a heart of gold, man. I love this dude. Steve's 23. <laughs> He's been married to his wife uh, for four years. They got married when they were 19. They, they have two of the cutest little twin boys. Dude, you're one of the best dads that I know. And in fact, I wanted everyone to know that Steve is actually going to speak uh, on Father's Day weekend for Ocean Water. Uh, and I'm really, really yeah. about that. And I wanted uh, everybody to get a chance to, to meet you and kind of get to know you better today. Anybody who's been to Ocean Water, the few times that we've met at Sir Coffee knows who you are because you always uh, lead our, our, our time of uh, music and worship when we get together once a month and have talk mm. and hang out. And um, so it's just awesome to have you on today, brother. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Super excited. Awesome, man. Okay, so... Um, when you like to go out to eat these days with, uh, with Bella and the boys, um, where do you guys go and what do you get? Okay, so we have one spot that we just keep going to. Like, it's almost a weekly thing, if not, a, you know, like twice a week. So we have this place called TK Burger. Um, there's one in Costa Mesa, but they, we found out there's one in Mission Viejo, and we've been just endlessly shopping. Yeah, so TK Burger's our spot. Awesome burgers. It, I, it's close to topping in and out, but it's, I don't know. I'm still between the board there on the fence. Uh, but TK Burger is our favorite spot for sure. I've been there. Very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that place is sick. Awesome. The place is rad, yeah. Um, so, so, Steve, um, what are you doing these days? And how did you get into it? Yeah, so I'm doing quite a bit. So I'm working uh, full time from home. I have the pleasure and uh, thank God, you know, we're in, especially in this, in these unprecedented times to have the ability to work remote. Uh, that's great. So I work for a credit repair company, um, just helping people out. It's really like a, a company that's a, a last resort for people who are considering bankruptcy. Um, so that's what I do in uh, my full time job. Uh, it's not my calling though. <laughs> so um, I am a full-time dad as well, full-time husband. So a lot of these, especially in these times, I've, we've opened up to having a lot more family time. What saves us, like kind of what we were talking about earlier, the time for driving or the time for putting gas in the car and additional stuff, I now get to spend that time at home. And so we go on walks all the time. Um, we have a lot of family time, family dinners, dinners at the table. We're not as tired when we get home from driving, from work and picking up kids and dropping off kids. And so what I'm doing these days is really investing a lot in, in our family. And so that's pretty much what we're doing these days. Just, you know, there's other extra hobbies and stuff we're, we're picking up, but family time is the big thing. It's awesome, man. I love what you said about um, your work being something that you do and you love and you're committed to it. It's not your calling. And so- yeah you know, we just call those stepping stones, you know? And, exactly. And life is full of them. And each, each step we take, each stone we step on, we just do the best job that we can so we can get to the next one. And exactly. It's really, really good to get, get your, uh, get your perspective on that. Mm. So what are you, what are you interested in these days? 
Like, like, what are you curious about? Yeah, there's a lot I'm kind of curious about. Definitely, uh, I've had the time to focus on myself and really expand my horizons and kind of look into the future. So I am interested in business. I really love the idea of business. Um, it's a pleasure to kind of think that I can work on my uh, work for myself and, uh, you know, work and have a successful business and provide for my family, um, which is great. And uh, even better than that, I, I love the idea of business because it means that through the fruition and the hard work and labor, I get to bless others with that, uh, which is my primary goal. So I think business for me is amazing because it gives me the ability to bless others. And um, yeah, so business is something that I've been kind of diving into, um, starting my own and then, you know, building that into what I want to like podcasts and uh, planting churches and, and growing my worship equipment. Like, so it's just like a lot, but it all stems from like, uh, the idea that I've had and the, the call, the, not the calling, but the way that God has led me to be financially stable. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been pretty cool. Yeah. Tell everybody about the, the new business you started. Yeah. So, uh, I'm a notary public, so it, it's a pleasure to kind of serve as like a member of the public here in the state of California. And it's cool because not only, you know, do you witness and you verify, but you also are, a, as a member of the public, one of the primary deterrents of fraud, whether that be mortgage fraud, identity fraud. Um, it's a pleasure for me to work in. I'm very proud to be, you know, a notary public. And then more than that uh, is a loan signing agent. So pretty much when you refinance your home, when you apply for a mortgage or successfully get a loan, uh, when you do a home equity line of credit through your home, you need a notary to, to sign those documents. And so uh, it's a very fruitful business. Um, it's blowing up, especially because the economy is trying to stabilize itself. I can't really do much right now because of the coronavirus and the safety of my family, but it's cool just getting to, to walk them, someone through getting the keys to their first home, even just as simple as walking them through that package. So it's cool. It's a really cool business and I'm very excited about it. It's good, man. I'm excited about it too. And uh, one of the things that I've, I've been um, blessed in getting to know you the past couple of years is I told Maria when I first met you, I said, this guy is so sharp, man. Mm. And, uh, and can straight teach the Bible. Yeah, that's uh, I love. I know you love to teach. I'm excited to to have you speak on Father's Day. Um, I'm thrilled that you're going to be uh, the first person to come on and share, uh, besides myself. At, at, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm really honored by that. I'm glad you're going to be doing that. Um, so in the last 12 months, what is something that you have failed at? Something that I failed at, I feel like I failed, I wouldn't say, I feel like I failed, I have failed expectations. Um, you know, I expected kind of a, a couple things like earlier this year, really since last year, I wanted to go to college. I got accepted to Biola, which is really cool. And I wanted to go to seminary and go get my master's in divinity and go through that process. Um, financially, I wasn't able to do so. And with time and having to do a full-time job, I just cannot do it at the moment. 
Uh, not only that, but I still have to get my general education before, you know, starting on my classes or doing them both at the same time. I just can't afford it at the moment. And so within that 12 months, it, it's been a little bit, I felt like I, I failed myself. Um, and I know that's not the case. I've really taken the time to throughout this year to find value in myself and find value from what God thinks of me, you know? And so for a long time, I thought I, I failed myself and I had failed expectations or the expectations I had myself uh, for myself, I failed at. Um, and so I've learned, you know, throughout this process, value, you know, and uh, I failed realizing that my value is not in a seminary class or a master's of divinity um, or having, you know, this exponentially like knowledge um it's about god and knowing his word and um that's been a big part of it for sure wow yeah yeah that's good man i like i like how you talked about kind of where we get we get our identity from mm -hmm. and uh schooling's interesting you know i i have um i was in school in my 20s. I did my bachelor's degree in my 20s. And then I did my master's degree in my 30s. And I did my doctorate in my 40s. And um, the wonderful thing is that a lot of it's just about timing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you and I have talked, have talked so much, <laughs> and, you know, and, and have talked a, a lot about a lot of this stuff already, but that, School isn't for everyone. It is for some. Yeah. I believe it's for you. Not, it's not yeah. for everyone. But also, you don't have to have schooling to be a pastor. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and remember, we've had some really good discussions about how there's a difference between Ephesians 4. Yeah. And the spiritual gift of being a pastor. Yeah. Being employed at a church. Being employed at a church doesn't <laughs> pastor. Yeah. You know, and, and and that comes from a from a spiritual gift mm. uh, that, that, that God puts in us and, and you clearly have that. And it's Thank been you. an honor to it's been an honor to be your friend, you know, and kind of get to know you some more. Um, through that so yeah it's, it's interesting how you talk about expectations and you talk about uh the kind of the goals that we set for ourselves and how we want to um how we want to accomplish those things um yeah it's exciting you're you're a really driven guy and i i like being around you i always get pumped up after i talk to you. <laughs> um if you could do me a favor you know um explain to everyone kind of what you understand as like the current water situation in the in the world yeah so i know for a lot of places especially for disadvantaged communities the water access and is very limited if almost non-existent um i actually recently watched a documentary about india's water crisis um and it's i mean the sewage uh, situation there and the runoff that goes into the rivers is extremely bad. I mean, it's almost, I think uh, there's a statistic that they brought up that said 22 deadly known diseases are just from, are, that are spreading around India are just from the, the water problem itself. 
And so it makes it extremely difficult for not only the entire population, but uh, just other areas, surrounding areas for to, to have clean access to water. Um, it's really hard to see too. It's, it's difficult. It's a human right. Um, it's hard to see that no little or no people can access drinkable, safe water. Yeah, it's very interesting. As you, you mentioned, you, you um, brought up India and mm. I want everyone who's watching this to know that actually Steve and his wife are going to be leading uh, our trip to, to that part of the world. We're sort of discerning in the moment, whether it's going to be India or Bangladesh, but they'll be leading that, uh, that trip this December. And we, we want you to come. We want you to be a part of that. Steve and Bella are going to lead that trip. I'm really excited about that. Um, yeah. But also, you know, a lot of times people wonder, you know, why, why as a church are you uh, so passionate about water? And, and what, <clears throat> what um, as you study history, a lot of the best, um, a lot of the best movements have began with uh, a justice related issue, you know, the yeah. abolition of slavery. Uh, in this country was was led by uh, a small uh, a network of churches yeah uh, women's right to vote was uh, grew out of people of faith um, the growth of hospitals in our world uh, grew out of uh, people of faith uh, most of the food distribution in the United States is directly related to people of faith and mm. now you know, we have accepted responsibility. Leadership is about personal responsibility always. Yeah. What we've done is we've just accepted the personal responsibility to make sure that people in the future have their access, uh, have access to their water from the ocean. Uh, for, yeah. For free, not as a commodity. And so a lot of people might think, well, you know, how do you, take on such a such a big task well it isn't big you know? yeah it's just one conversation at a time it's one friendship at a time and and you just you just keep going and yeah yeah I'm, I'm excited that you've been able to 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 study that so kind of what is like your you and i have known each other for a couple years and kind of what is your understanding of like what what ocean water does yeah, so I, I really try and simplify it because it's so simple and it's really easy to understand. I think that's what's so attractive about it. It's that we can, we have the opportunity to give disadvantaged communities free water, drinkable, accessible, free water, clean water. And through that free water leads people to the living water. And I think that's what's so beautiful. It's like, not only are we blessing them, uh, but ultimately, we're leading them to the eternal spring of water that won't ever leave you thirsty, that won't ever leave you dry. You have this fresh spring of life and goodness and blessing and mercy, and it's available to anyone, as, is, as water should be as well. And so I, I think um, giving people free accessible water and at the same time leaving them with the water that never runs dry, and that's you know, the love of Jesus Christ and God. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. It's been, yeah. It's been fun too. You know, when, when you start to look, when you start to learn more about water, when you start to study it, when you start to understand that the bottom billion of, of the world 
uh, are the ones that, that don't have uh, equitable daily access to both food and water. And you start to understand that there are 108 countries in the world that have a coastline that borders the ocean. <clears throat> and that there's a correlation between those. And also in those 108 countries, there are literally thousands of those beaches that have forgotten groups of people for, I, I call them kind of the, the small forgotten groups around the world. Not yeah. only have the infrastructure, but they don't have a church. Mm. And then you also, and then when you also start to understand that everybody your age, you're, ha you're, you're exactly half my age. And from what I can tell, everyone your age is absolutely bored to death with the <laughs> institutional church. And when and it's, it's, the most ironic thing, you've got all these young people that are bored out of their mind with the institutional church. You've got 108 countries of the world that have thousands of beaches where they don't even have a church. People don't have water and they don't have food. So yeah. What we're praying is that through conversations like this, literally through conversations, it's been, it's been through conversations in my life with people one-on-one -on -one where God's changed my heart. Yeah. So literally through through having a conversation like this today that some light bulbs can start to go mm. off in our mind and really we can start to get interested um in in um kind of what god's doing around the world yeah and being able to and, and saying well i, I want to be a part of that mm. yeah and so yeah, exactly. I, I just admire your courage man you're a rare bird these days <laughs> i appreciate that yeah thank god um <clears throat> Dude, do you have any, um, do you have any, like, um, you want to tell everyone how they, how they might get involved with, um, with you and Bella and, and go and going halfway around the world this December? Yeah. So there's plenty of ways to get in contact with us. Uh, definitely you can reach out to us by phone. Uh, you could also reach out to us by Instagram or email. Uh, we're, you know, kind of building the list that we're going to take. Uh, we have a couple of people in mind who are just passionate about loving people and loving God. And so uh, we're excited. Yeah, we're excited to get people in touch. Um, we're excited to get people uh, involved. And so there's, yeah, there's ways to do that. Um, you can follow me on my Instagram handle. It's the Jesus guy. I've uh, taken all that handle. It comes with responsibility. So, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, the Jesus guy, you can contact me, um, email as well. And then I'll I have my phone number on the Instagram as well. But Get involved. It's going to be amazing. We have to bless people, and uh, there's an eternal reward with that as well. And it, it comes with uh, knowing that we're investing in others, and and that invests in us as well. You know. Awesome, bro. Love you, man. Yeah. Thanks for your time today, brother. So stoked. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Have a great rest of the day, Steve. Thank you. You too. Appreciate it.